Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Platicas with your hermana, the show where we dive into a wide range of topics with Mujeres Poderosas. Happy week for everyone. I hope you're all taking the time to take care of yourselves as midterm season begins. As Kate mentioned last time, this season of the podcast will have steering takeovers. So today, we are your hosts for the first steering takeover of the quarter. In honor of Coachella Week 2 starting, we're recording... Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Guys! Just keep going. I recorded the time so she could... Okay, okay. Um, In honor of Week... Oh, my God. (laughs) Just put... Just put up to... Oh, wait, you can hear me out here. Just put yeah, up until okay. like a minute 20 or something like that. Start at a minute 20. Wait, are we restarting? Oh. Uh, no. So just add one. Okay. Yeah. We'll put it at 25. In honor of Coachella Week 2 starting today, well, when we're recording this, um, today's soundtrack is Kali Uchis' Blue. Today, we have our very own stream members, Alma, Kayla, Jasmine H., and myself. As HAU's Social Justice Week begins, we wanted to reflect on some important topics faced by many communities, including our own. Hey, Alma, can you please introduce yourself a bit for our audience? Yeah. Hey, everyone. My name is Alma. I use she, her, ella pronouns. I'm from Moreno Valley, California, which if you don't know, it's a city in the IE. So yay, my IE baddies. Um, I am 20. Um, I'm a second year and I am hopefully a human bio and society major here at UCLA. Okay. Now, Jasmine, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Jasmine H. Pronoun she, her, Aya. I'm a second year MIMG major, now public health minor, and I'm the alumni liaison for HAU. I'm also 18. Sorry, I'm not 18. Oh, my God, I'm 20 years old. Jasmine H, pronoun she, her, Aya. I'm a second year MIMG major, now public health minor. I'm from Inglewood, California, and I'm 20 years old. I'm the alumni liaison for HAU this academic year. Okay, now Kayla, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Kayla, pronoun she, her, Aya. Uh, I'm one of the coaches this year, and I'm also 20. Oh, uh, I didn't realize that we were all the same age until <laughs> like right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I grew up in the Midwest, but I live in the Bay now. I'm a third year uh, poli sci and Chicano studies double major with a minor in Central American studies. Uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Okay, and I'll introduce myself now. Um, hi, everyone. Again, my name is Brittany, pronoun she, her, Aya. I am from South Central LA. I'm 20 years old, and I'm a third year studying psychology, and I am this year's treasurer. Okay. Before we jump right in, 
we wanted to talk a little bit about what Social Justice Week is in Hermanas Unidas. Yeah, so if you didn't know, which hopefully you did because you were at GB, but this is our Social Justice Week in HAU. That's has done for the last couple of years and it's a week just dedicated to like raising awareness of like different issues. Uh, really just whichever one, like our CS chair, whoever is on steering posting events uh, decides to focus on. Well, Brittany and I's rookie year when we were online and COVID. Um, yeah. But then we did like um, events on farm workers and I don't know why I remember. That's sort of what I went to, but there was one like every single day. Every single day, just raising awareness about different issues. So, uh, a really amazing tradition, one of my favorites at HNU. So, something to look forward to. Uh, so, one of our events this Social Justice Week is Careers in Social Justice panel, which is when we have our alumni come out and talk about some of their careers related to social justice. So, hopefully, this week we will see some alumni, some of our Irmane alumni that are you know, public defender, a doula, community organizer, a Latino, Latina media specialist, and hopefully they'll come out and talk about some of their work and how it's related to social justice and hopefully some advice for us at UCLA. Yeah, so something else that we have planned for this week also is um, my event, which touches on, like, April being Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So we're going to go ahead and, like, talk about or have conversations about um, Denim Day, how it started, what it is, um, and just like the history of it and why it's important to be supportive of the day. Um, So yeah, I hope to see you all there. It's on Thursday. We have a few other events too on GB, which would you listen already have passed, but our GB is also dedicated to social justice. And then we have a documentary screening on Friday. So that's every day. If you count health and ed subcommittee, which you should and you should be at because it's one of the biggest CS projects we have this quarter and like one of the, the biggest events that Hermanas holds. So uh, hopefully we'll get to see you at more than one of these events. Uh, and this is also a huge opportunity to get in your CS hours uh, by being part of these amazing events too. So something to keep in mind. Okay, now we want to get into what social justice means to us. So does anybody want to share? Social justice, I know, is like a huge umbrella term for so many things. So uh, I guess we could all like kind of talk about like what got us involved in the first place. But uh, for me, social justice, like I, in this really on my radar until I moved to the day because uh, specifically like where I lived in the East Bay, uh, like Richmond, Oakland area, there it's like such a heavy, like rich culture and like community organizing, and that was like one of the things that stood out to me the most. Um, just because like where people did so much work to give youth a safe space to like learn about their community, about their culture, um, in communities where maybe that's not such a like common thing to have a safe space to go to after school. And I just remember, like, for me, like, there's something called, like, the Richmond, the Rice Center in Richmond. And for me, like, that was, like, one of, like, my favorite spaces in high school. And, like, one of the things that, like, raised, like, my awareness about so many different issues. And also, like, having um, spaces where, like, that's not school, where it feels, like, heavy and, like, pressure or anything. Just kind of a warm, loving space. 
for me, like, completely changed, like, my outlook on life and, like, just helped me shape my identity in such a way that I was, like, I'll forever be grateful for. So, shout out to the Rise Center. <laughs> Anyone from East Bay and knows where that's, where that's at. Um, but, yeah, then for me, I mean, my major is political science. So, I guess that experience for sure, like, impacted me in a way that, you know, made me want to put like the pursuit of like social justice and like helping those movements that would be a part of it uh, like the rest of my life you know like part of my career uh, so I think for me like that period of my life was so to be involved with so many different things like uh, you know the fight for like immigrant rights which is I'm sure like a lot of us have really like heavy and like personal ties to because of like our family's history um, but also like you know, make resources for our neighborhoods, um, to fund places like community centers that can be so helpful for us. And of course, like being at UCLA and being like in LA specifically um, has also like opened my eyes to a lot of different movements that maybe aren't as, um, not, not common, but like just aren't as focused on as they are, like NorCal or different areas of the country. But yeah, that was like a long answer, so I'll pass it on to the next um, I think just to piggy off of what Kayla said, I think something about you said in your community that resonated with me a little bit was that in high school, I feel like there really wasn't much for me in terms of like communities that we had, but I do specifically remember having like a GSA in high school and that was like a big thing because our school was so small that these spaces just seemed so big to us and I remember even having like a Spanish honor society, which was different than your regular like academic honor society was kind of still empowering because, you know, I come from a low income community and like, um, I didn't really see a lot of like teachers like my color and like who pursued things that I wanted to pursue. So at least having those small spaces and like in my high school really made a bit of a difference. And then that's kind of something that I searched for here when I came into here, you know, wanting to find those spaces or like HAU and like having a community that was like, that resonated with me. So I could like have um, kind of like that recognition. Cause I feel like social justice to me means that it's like focusing on communities that don't necessarily always get the recognition and the resources that they need. And I think that's something important that needs to be kind of like implemented and like, not just in college, but like even in high school when you're younger so that you know of these topics and you know what to look for and you know that people are advocating for you and that you can do that for yourself as well. Okay, yeah, thanks for sharing. Um, those were two really good answers. Um, we're gonna now touch into social justice movements and UCLA. So do you guys, do y'all think that UCLA supports social justice movements? I feel like UCLA is supporting social justice movements and I feel like sometimes it can um like recently with the whole strike that happened in fall quarter um I feel like a lot of the TAs were supported in the strike but then also like individual professors and like I don't think I noticed any like UCLA like deans or anything being against it I feel like they were all for it um and they were supportive but like individual professors had like their own agenda with and I don't know like they were kind of against it so I feel like UCLA has a lot of like opportunity and like they're capable of supporting it but I feel like it depends on what the the issue is because I know um, something that we talk about in like POC tours is 
how it took a hunger strike to form the Chicano Studies Department, um, which I think then it was just the Chicano Studies. I don't know if it was Chicano and Central American Studies yet. Um, even then, like, that's another struggle um, that's taken a lot of, like, student input and fighting to, like, get a Chicano and Central American Studies program. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't know, UCLA, it has its days in terms of supporting social justice. Yeah, I think, like, like a lot of these, like, wins came from pressure put on Edwin by, like, students and community. I think it's such, like, a strong thing because I feel like being a student here, most of the time when we talk about social justice, it feels like we're fighting UCLA uh, as, like, as a community, but I think it's so hard to, like, put, like, an institution like UCLA in a place or, like, think of them in a way that they can be, like, an instrument for change because I feel like they fight us every step of the way. And I think a lot of that has to do with, like, their, I guess, priority of making profit or, like, fighting uh, because a lot of these things aren't, gonna help you to make money so they don't prioritize it in ways that they do like football you know uh other ones that we have gotten like you know the black food resource center and the uh yeah having the chicano department and then later it being changed to the chicano central american studies department like all of that came from students and community uh and i think like when like we learn about uh, like, like as I was saying, the POC tour, like, all the history we give, it came about because of students and community. So um, I think UCLA being supportive of social justice is, like, such a hard thing to say, like, on the institutional level. Uh, but I think there is, like, a big community on campus that is dedicated to, like, making UCLA a more, like, equitable place. Yeah, I think um, I agree with both of you all that it's not like as supportive as it can be. I remember recently last um, school year when we were like returning back to in-person after winter quarter, I believe there was like a sit-in to demand uh, hybrid learning options. And I know a few hermanas uh, participated in that, um, just trying to get um, the hybrid option. Um, and it was like organized by the disabled student union, I think. And I think it took, like, a good amount, maybe a few weeks for, like, something to actually happen from the students trying to achieve this. I think, Kayla, didn't you participate? Yeah, a few of us went. felt like it was such a small ask, like, to just keep certain remote uh, options available uh, for students who, like, because of their, like, health, cannot come to class. Uh yeah, a few of us participated in the city. Um, and I think, like, yeah, we just went for, it lasted, like, a really long time. So we would, like, go, like, for a few days, a couple hours at a time. So um, I think even just that, like, seeing that taking place on campus was, like, I think one of the demonstrations of the fact that you really have to fight tooth and nail for UCLA to give you, like, a little bit of help um, so that's kind of also like that experience is like 
why I was saying what I was saying earlier, that like everything is like student and community earned and thoughtful. Yeah, I definitely agree with all of you. And I think that there, even though some progress has been made, I don't think this is where it should end. I think there's still a lot more to be done. Even like making the campus equitable and accessible for everyone is still an issue. So yes, progress has been made and that's been due to the efforts of people who um, you know, have t- taken the time to strike and do all of that. But I think that's more of like community-based rather than it like on an institutional level. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Now we can touch on how one can get involved in supporting social justice movements. Um, do any of y'all have any ideas? I think you can always start by like just educating yourself. I feel like that's always like the first place is like, finding something that's like unjust or unfair and then like educating yourself on what it is and then like the history of it and then trying from there you can like start a movement or like join a movement whether it be like a petition or like or something that just like would help push the movement further and like fight for what's right i think what Allah said is really important like educating yourself um we all have like blind spots in terms of things that we don't know or understand. So I think like that's a really good place to start. And if like for you, like there's already like a specific movement that you're really passionate about, like college campuses, I think are a really great place to like get involved because it's kind of a hub of a whole bunch of organizations doing a lot of different work. Um, UCLA, we have like Compass who's very involved with that. and I'm sure there's other organizations that are, like we said, BSU, who's involved with, like, um, the fight for accessibility. So if there's, like, already something that you're very interested in and very passionate about, like, I'm sure there's already a space on campus. And if not, like, you know, gra- grab a couple of friends together, like, make one, because I know, like, Geo wasn't a thing until, like, very we- recently, um, the Oaxaca Indian space, so, like, that was made by students who wanted a community in the sense of more representation for Oaxaca Angels on campus. So, you know, you can build community around that issue. Yeah, on that note, I feel like you can really find, like, something that you're passionate for. Like, this can be, like, because of your upbringing, like, wanting, like, to um, look into how to help with, like, having... um low resources or lack of resources because you grew up low income or um, wanting to join social movements about uh, immigration because you grew up with immigrant parents or you yourself are an immigrant. I feel like really finding like what uh, like calls your name or like you have a passion towards and then like how Kayla mentioned finding orgs that align with those um, topics. Uh, and I know, like, our CS chair, Andrea, always shares a lot of opportunities on how to um, participate in social justice movements. Um, sometimes she'll put in a newsletter or, like, make an announcement in the Slack channel. So I really recommend um, looking into those. Um, I know she also has a lot of resources, like, on a doc where she lists, like, maybe outside opportunities, yes, outside CS opportunities, and a lot or a few of the things on there can also help you um, support social justice movements. Yeah, I definitely agree with Brittany and like what Kayla and Alma said. I think that sometimes when we think of like joining movements, we think of like being at the forefront and protesting and that's all something that you can do. But if you're 
if you don't necessarily want to get involved in that way, that's totally fine. There are multiple ways that you can get involved in the larger, smaller scale. I think somewhere to start is maybe just educating yourself. Like Alma said, also learning how to be an ally for different communities, learning about their history, you know, making sure that um, your language is sensitive to different communities so that you're being respectful of, you know, what they use. And, you know, it might be different from your own and that's okay. And also just, incorporating respect and inclusion just as a, like a bare minimum you know you don't have to be at the forefront of these rallies and like these protests but there are smaller things that you can do in like your everyday life that can kind of help advocate for these communities that I think it's something that should be mentioned and like something that's kind of um, not really talked about that much so there's different ways to get involved find what works for you and that plays to your strengths and like you can work up towards like you know, making more efforts into being involved in the community if that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, since we talked a little bit about uh, how we can get involved in supporting social justice movements, this leads to, like, questioning, like, as students, can can we or are we actually capable of making changes? I think we've all kind of been touching on the fact that... Or... The answer is very much yes, I think. We've all given, like, a POC tour, and if you haven't um, heard it, we cover a lot of history that was made on campus um, for communities of color, by communities of color, by students of color on campus. And like I said earlier, like so much of those wins were from students and community. Uh, and even if you don't think, like, you personally as one person can make, like, huge change, there is, like, a huge power in numbers. Uh, which we have a lot of UCLA, <laughs> a lot of students on campus, even though, you know, our, our communities of color aren't as big as hopefully, like, you know, there will be in the future. We do still have really strong communities of color on campus. So uh, mobilizing our own communities to, like, support these movements for change. Um, yeah, I agree with Kayla. The answer is yes, because um, there's a lot of, like, younger like social justice activists who are like getting things done so I believe as college students um attending such a large university and just trying to make a change we can most definitely um be capable of making change um a few examples that I thought about like when thinking about being able to make change are I know when I was like in high school I really kept up with um this uh environment activist Greta or Greta Thunberg she like really talked about climate change and like wanting to better that and I remember like just seeing her on the news and like doing these interviews and just talking about her passion it was really inspiring and I know there's also a lot of other activists um, out there too. Yeah Brittany brought up passion and I feel like once you're passionate about something you're going to find a way to do it. So it's like, if you see something here on campus or like in your community, in the world that like, is just so unjust and something you're super passionate about, change is definitely possible. Believe in yourself. Yeah, I definitely agree with all of you. I think something that was notable to me that kind of popped up when Alma was kind of sharing her experience is that I remember when I walked into stats class and our professor was like, when do you want to have your quiz? He's like, you guys run the class, so you let me know. And I think it's worth 
kind of acknowledging that we're the ones that kind of run this school like without us there really wouldn't be anything here so they kind of need to in some way listen to us so I think that we're more than capable of making change like Kayla said their strengths and numbers and you know, once you find something that you're passionate about, finding other people that are passionate about that. And I'm sure that within the thousands of students at UCLA, you're bound, you're bound to find at least one person that matches that interest. And like, from then just like starting off to like, see others that are interested and like, eventually just get that ball rolling and, you know, advocating for what it is that you want. I think there's definitely a lot of possibility for students to make a lot of change here at UCLA or anywhere. Yeah, so now we can kind of tap into, like, a broader aspect um, on how we think that social justice relates to our major or our career paths. Um, I can go first. I feel like uh, I grew up in a low-income community, so I used to go to a youth organization, and it was a nonprofit where I received a lot of resources. Like, we received, like, uh, meals for Thanksgiving or we received like toys during um, the holidays, but even um, like larger than that, we just received like resources to like stay busy, to like stay out of any um, trouble or anything that can occur by living in low-income communities. And I remember I also did an internship with the youth program um, with the counseling department. And that really like was me already tapping into my career goals of wanting to either build or work for a nonprofit organization in like counseling services or um, just like, that's why my major is psych. Sorry, I was like trying to like, trying to connect it all together. But yeah, I feel like social justice in that way kind of matches with my career goals of working for nonprofit organizations. If y'all listened to the podcast last quarter, y'all know that I'm pre-med and so social justice relates to that and that um like I don't know I want to make changes in I guess like healthcare. um that's why I'm majoring in like HBS which if you didn't know it's like how society and like sociology aspects influence like human diseases and stuff like that how it can make it worse or how um it makes it how it can like make it better um so something that I'm super like passionate about is like making sure has like access to healthcare and that's why I'm in like certain other orgs that like provide that healthcare and um just like medical attention and um medical I guess like health education to uh communities who don't typically get that um so yeah I guess just like wanting to make healthcare equitable and like available as as well as like health education to communities who don't necessarily get it that's that's one of my goals in my career path and so uh being like more specific I guess I want to be an OBGYN or a psychiatrist um we'll see which one I end up being but I feel like especially in the Latinx community like mental health is not something that's addressed a lot and then when it comes to like OBGYNs I feel like for a lot of moms or um, okay, in terms of like being an OBGYN, um, a lot of people who give birth, like they might not speak English. And I feel that, like, I feel strongly with that community because it's like 
I grew up in a mostly Spanish speaking household. So it's like, I think of my mom or like my grandma giving birth to their children. And it's like, if the OBGYNs only speak English, like how are they able to tell people like when to push or like what's going on in the whole process. So I don't know. I feel very strongly about those two. Um, very passionate and like, I don't know, I just want to make sure that the health care that I provide is for everyone and like, it's fair and equal and not so focused on like the money aspect. Like a lot of healthcare is, unfortunately. Yeah, I definitely, kind of similar to Alma, I do want to get into science. Um, for me, I'm looking into getting a PhD, so maybe doing research. Uh, I'm not sure where yet, but they're just not really immediate how social justice relates to it, but that's why I'm also adding on a public health minor because I do understand that science, it interacts with a lot of you know society, so I want to make sure that um, that's something that is incorporated in my future career. I think that there's a lot of like disparities and inequities that exist, a lot of a lack of understanding because of like language barriers. So like what science is, and there's still a lot of like distrust in our, um, you know, our researchers, our scientists, and that's something that I want to change because I feel, I feel like having someone who is from your community, you know, talking to you about science in a way that's un that you can understand that is cohesive can really help change the way that our communities interact with science. So I am very interested in science and know about research and stuff, but I think it's also equally important how I relay that science to other people and how that's going to impact someone. Because if I'm focusing on, you know, develop, developing vaccines or something, I want to make sure that, you know, the communities that need it the most that are experiencing these, you know, disparities and inequities have access to that. So I feel like in any career that you do really there's always going to be some sort of society or social justice incorporated into it it's just like a matter of finding how it's related to it and I think with me it's more of like making sure that what I'm doing is accessible to everyone so that everyone understands what it is why it's important and that we can kind of change how different populations again like interact with science and yeah yeah I think for me um I'm still deciding on what I want to do, but I am pre-law, uh, so I either want to do, like, or I guess pre-law, pre-like public policy, so either way, I think the tie to social justice is, like, pretty evident. It's, like, what brought me into it and, like, being more involved for, you know, putting, like, legislation forth that is more considerate and, like, tasteful into mind, like, the experiences of communities of color. Uh, you know, with, like, different things that are in place right now, like, they completely disregard communities of color or specifically target communities of color that are uh, in very negative ways. Uh, like, for example, like I was mentioning, like, I'm from the East Bay and, like, live where a huge chef on refinery is, like, the fact that they place these kinds of things in communities of color uh, you know, that's not a coincidence and it's not an isolated incident. Uh, so I really want to, like, help address things like that in the future, either, like, as a legislator, I don't know, we'll see, <laughs> or in, like, some other capacity. Uh, but, yeah, that's, that's what motivates me to, like, continue on and through either, like, a master's in public policy or through law school. But either way, like, that's 
uh, like impact I hope to have. So to end off with the questions, I wanted to ask y'all which event you are most excited for this week. Be biased or anything, but I'm most excited for my event because um, it's going to be a collaboration with another org here on campus, and um, we're going to be addressing like a heavy topic, but we're going to do it in a way that's like very educating and like open to the community. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, be sure to come, guys. Like it's gonna be it's gonna be fun for me. Uh, just so I can change my answer because I do love Dead End Day. Um, I would say GB, which would already have passed by the time you're listening to this, but I'm really excited for GB just because I love to like learn it together. Um, and like GB, I think those are most fun. Like CSOS during GB, when we get to learn about like environmental stuff, it's always fun. And it reminds me of one of my rookie years because. Our CS chair, Joe, who was our co-chair last year, was very, like, environmental. He, like, is raising awareness about environmental issues. So it's something that I really have. I think it's one of the issues I've learned most about that I was not aware of as much when I before coming to college. So I always enjoy the times that we get to learn more about them, like, as a comedian. Yeah, for me, I mean, I love all of our events. Please support every single one of our state members if you're at capacity. But I might be a little biased, but I'm excited for the panel. It's always exciting um, to have, you know, our alumni come back, even if it's not just like career related. I think it's just nice to know that there's someone in a career that you might be interested in. And like, it's always like, I don't know, just a warm little feeling that you get to see your alumni hermana doing some amazing work and like actually you know, doing some of the work that we're talking about and, like, making change in the community. And that's something that you can definitely ask some questions about and, like, a little self-plug, you know, reach out to our alumni. If you have any questions about that, let me know. Um, but, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with also the Careers and Social Justice panel because I haven't been able to attend any other alumni events except for, like, I think a GB one. And it was, like, a panel and alumni were just talking about their careers and it's always like it I feel like it's a good feeling to hear their responses when they're in a panel because they really reassure you about like how um post undergrad life is and you can always network at these panels like if somebody has a career that you're interested in it um it's a good thing to reach out to them and like be like hey how can we connect like and just um have our alumni help us out and yeah okay thank you all for tuning in to this episode with Alma, Kayla, Jasmine and myself where we got to talk a little bit about social justice remember to follow the podcast Platicas with Your Hermana and our Instagram at UCLA underscore HAU to get notified when we post a new episode and to keep an eye out for all the social, social justice events this week thank you bye Bye. Bye.